0: a partnership between government agencies and university researchers, has modern-day trappers searching Utah for beavers. But they aren't after pelts. Instead, they're using the large rodent to lessen the effects of drought. Justin Higginbottom of KZMU in Moab reports in this story that comes to KHL through the Rocky Mountain Community Radio Collaborative.
1: I'm at the chalky slopes of the book cliffs in the desert of southeastern Utah. A short, dusty drive from the highway, and there's a leafy oasis along the shallow Price River. I'm with Christine Sandback. She's a graduate student at Utah State University, and she has a beaver in a cage that she's trying to get a read on.
0: Whenever we interact with them, we record their behavior. So she kind of turned away. So that would be fearful. So I'm just going to write that down.
1: Sandback helps to trap and relocate beavers in Utah, and she's gotten to know quite a few.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. They they really do have different behaviors. Our last one that we did, he was super aggressive, like, the whole time. He was a big male. He was kind of scary. He would hiss and lunge at us.
1: But this beaver is calm with her back turned to us. Sandback named her Ice Baby after finding her in the cold waters of a high elevation canyon.
0: We're just trapping for a landowner. She has a really amazing beaver complex on her property, but it's just gotten out of
1: hand for her. Although Ice Baby finds herself some 60 miles south of her home waters, she's actually lucky.
0: Before this project, usually the solution would be lethal removal. The state would come in and remove beavers for
1: them. Instead of being killed, the hope is that Ice Baby will go to work for the state. Prolonged drought is drying up sections of this river and threatening fish, including three endangered species. Sandback is working in a partnership with the university and various state and federal agencies using beavers to help ecosystems like this one.
0: Oh, beavers are great for the environment.
1: That's Julie Young. She's a professor at USU working on this project. Beavers build dams to create ponds they can dip into and avoid predators. On that stretch of the Price River, there's a number of human-made beaver dam analogs, or BDAs, to help Ice Baby get started.
0: The idea is that maybe if we have beavers out there and they have BDAs they can build off of, that they will dam up some water and let it trickle year-round.
1: And that will help the fish. Young says researchers around the country are studying beaver benefits. For example, in Colorado, their wetlands have acted as breaks for wildfires.
0: And so everything kind of benefits or has the potential to benefit when there's beavers around creating more marsh habitats than otherwise might be in some of these environments.
1: This project is a bit of a test case. After all, it's not an area you might think to find the animal.
0: What's unique about this is the desert river system and that's more rare or less common.
1: Young says that there's some really nice beaver dam complexes on the nearby San Rafael River.
0: And that's what the Price River could look like if beavers are in sufficient number and decide to dam it up.
1: There was once up to 200 million beavers in North America. But the fur trade of previous centuries decimated that population. Luckily for beavers, the price of their pelts have plummeted. The top hats made from their fur are out of fashion for most. There's now only 10 to 15 million beavers on the continent. As the West's population has expanded, beavers are once again in conflict with humans, this time with landowners. That's where Nate Norman comes in. He's another modern-day trapper.
2: In a lot of ways, it's similar to the old-time trappers. We're looking for the signs of where the beavers are moving and and, and where they're active, and then luring them into areas with either food or scent.
1: Although a big difference with past mountain men is he's using non-lethal methods. Norman's a biologist with a beaver ecology and relocation center at USU. He says the state passes on reports of nuisance beavers, and then he'll reach out to property owners and see if they'd prefer relocation to extermination. He also educates them on the usefulness of beavers.
2: And we've had some successes where people have been okay to leave the beaver on their site and and, and not actually have them removed.
1: He says in the last five years, he's seen a change of heart toward beavers. During drought, ranchers have especially come around to the benefits of beavers building
2: stock ponds to provide water for cattle. They realize that when they go out and build a stock pond and it blows out in the springtime, they've got to go back up there and fix it. But if a beaver builds a pond and it blows out in the springtime, the beaver go fix it.
1: They also help grow riparian vegetation used for animal feed, also important in a drought. Back at the Price River, Ice Baby is acting a little less fearful. She's in view of the water and gnawing at her cage. Sandback points out an artificial dam.
0: So that is a BDA right there. Um, So it was built last year. They used to have a ton of juniper and stuff in them. They were way bigger, but they've gotten blown out with floods and stuff.
1: Workers built 70 BDAs last year in the state. If Ice Baby likes this spot, then Sandback's job is done.
0: So that's sort of the goal here is to have this feedback of you build the BDAs, then translocate beavers, BDAs make habitat better for the beavers, and then in turn the beavers maintain the BDAs so there's no extra resources going into that.
1: Sandback opens the cage and Ice Baby waddles down the dirt path to the water. She slips into the shallow river and gracefully swims away, not even a look back in gratitude. Sandback hopes she sticks around, though, and makes a home of it. Justin Higginbottom, Rocky Mountain Community Radio.